Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Contemporary Ethics. My name is Ryan Lilly, and on today's episode, we evaluate the extent to which the Catholic Church's teachings on human genetic engineering are still relevant in today's society. Today, we reflect on the recent, on the recent survey which my team and I have compiled to fully understand the, rele- the relevance of Catholic official teachings nowadays. We speak to some of the respondents who completed this survey as they elaborate on their answers and personal beliefs of the issue. And finally, we speak to leading theologian, student squires, to help us understand the relevance of such teachings. You're listening to Contemporary Ethics here at the annual Catholic Today e-conference. So before we get started, let's recap what we discussed in our last episode. We looked at the idea of what a contemporary issue is, and basically, to sum it up, a contemporary issue can be defined as any event, idea, or an opinion in any given subject that is relevant to the present day. So we used the idea of what a contemporary issue is and looked at the example of genetic engineering, which if you didn't already know, is the direct manipulation of the genome using molecular engineering techniques to prevent genetic illnesses and so forth. So for the purposes of today's investigation, we are going to continue looking at the contemporary issue of genetic engineering and how the Catholic Church's official teachings are relevant to the contemporary Catholics' lives. To understand this, we need to look at why genetic engineering is a contemporary ethical issue in the first place. Modern arguments citing against human genetic modification are related to the potential and uncertain consequences of such newly medical developments and are more closely related to perceived risks or outcomes of applications. We spoke to researcher and theologian Lynn Frewer about what she thought the ethical stances are on genetic engineering. Frewer suggested that the common intrinsic arguments opposing associated views with genetic engineering suggest that such procedures on the human body are fundamentally wrong, and that such medical developments are playing God or tampering with nature, by altering the genetic makeup of living things. So when we look at the relevance of the Catholic official teachings, we need to understand what the Catholic Church's stance is on the issue and what the official teachings in relation and what the official teachings are in relation to human genetic engineering. The fundamental teachings of the Catholic Church is that human life is sacred from its beginning as it involves the creative action of God and it remains forever a special relationship with the creator. Pope Francis emphasized this belief in one of his earliest encyclicals, stating that for human beings to destroy the biological diversity of God's creation, for human beings to degrade the integrity of the earth by causing changes to its climate, by stripping the earth of its natural forests or destroying its wetlands, for human beings to contaminate the earth's waters, its lands, its airs, and its life, these are sins. So Catholicism and the guiding official teachings oppose the idea of human genetic modification. The official teachings from the Vatican in the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith states, From the moment of conception, the life of every human being is to be respected in an absolute way because man is the only creature on earth that God has wished for himself, and the spiritual soul of each man is immediately created by God. His whole being bears in the image of the Creator. 
This message from the Vatican demonstrates the importance of life in every human being, due to part of being God's of God's creation, and must be respected with equal rights and treated with dignity. This means the potential risks of genetic and of genetic modification procedures would jeopardize the dignity of human life, meaning that such practices would be wrong in the Catholic eyes. So, in brief. The Catholic official teachings say that human life is sacred and it is involved with the creation of God, meaning that any wrongdoing or potentially harmful actions towards the body, such as genetic engineering, would be wrong. So we've looked at the Catholic official teachings. Now we need to understand how they are relevant or if they are relevant at all in the 21st century. For the purposes of this investigation, my team and I made a survey which we shared out to the public asking for baptized Catholics' response to a series of genetic engineering and Catholicism official teachings questions. The results were interesting. The official teachings of the Catholic Church rejects the procedures of human genetic engineering, as the fundamental teachings of the Catholic Church states that the human life is sacred, from its beginning as it involves the creation of God. It can be said, however, that a large proportion of contemporary Catholics believes, believes towards the beliefs towards the support of human genetic engineering differ significantly to the official teachings of the church. This perspective is reflected in both secondary sources as well as the views of members of the Catholic community attained through the electronic survey. Therefore, it could be said that a small proportion of contemporary Catholics fully agree with the church's teachings on human genetic modification and the, and the relevance of these teachings in the 21st century can be challenged. For the purposes of this investigation, we will be describing respondents based on their responses as practicing Catholics or nominal Catholics. The Catechism of the Catholic Church states that the precepts of the Church are set in the context of moral life, bound to and nourished by liturgical life. The obligatory character of these positive laws decreed by the partial authorities is meant to guarantee is meant to guarantee to the faithful the indispensable minimum in the spirit of prayer and moral effort, in the growth in love of God and neighbour, meaning that to be a practising Catholic, you have to adhere by these precepts. In our survey, we asked respondents what their current affiliation with the Catholic Church is, and we found that less than 40% of respondents were described as, as practising Catholics, with the other majority being class nominal. It is evident it is evident in these particular responses that the major demographics were women above the age, above the age of 40. The Pew Research Center states that in 46 countries around the world, adults under the age of 40 are less likely to say religion is very important in their lives than are older adults. Studies have suggested different, different but possibly overlapping explanations for the age gap in religion. One theory is that people naturally become more religious as they age and approach their more mortal approach their own mortality. Another is societies become less religious as economic conditions improve and people face fewer anxiety in anxiety inducing or life threatening problems. Since young people is in steadily developing societies generally have easier lives than, than their elders, this theory goes they are all less religious. After we spoke to Lynn Frewer about, the, about what she thought ethical stances are on genetic engineering and how she thinks that such medical developments are playing God or tampering with the nature by altering genetic makeup of living things, we asked contemporary Catholics if they agreed with Lynn, with Lynn and believed 
that such practices truly is unjust to God. The results showed that 67% of respondents disagree that such practices are tampering with God's creation, which is interesting because we also ask if they agreed that the cat agreed with the Catechism's official teaching on the contemporary issue, and a whopping 77.4% of respondents would disagree. We're starting to see some raised eyebrows at this point as to why this may be, and if the Catholic teachings are relevant in today's society. This morning I was talking to Sandy Green, one of the respondents on the survey, and she raised a deep but extremely important concept when we are looking at the relevance of official teachings today. This is what she had to say. I watched my sister bury her nine-month-old son when he died from a genetic condition that he was born with. There is little for God or anyone to gain from watching a child die after having a chance to live. I know we can't really know his greater plan, but I do know that with the help of genetic testing prior to her next pregnancy, my sister was able to go on to have a healthy baby. There is nothing for the earth or anyone to gain from dying children. All religions have what they call a consistent ethic of life, which is a comprehensive ethical system that links together many different issues by focusing attention on the basic value of life and natural moral law. It rules out the contradictory moral positions on issues involving human life. For example, we cannot be against abortion but in favour of the death penalty. Life is made up of three basic components, birth, living and death. Catholic's response to natural moral law would value life therefore try and keep a consistent ethic of life. However, the course of ethical decision-making can be turned as a result of personal experiences. Sandy has spoken about her experiences with her nephew and how he passed away due to a genetic condition. However, due to gene technologies, her sister was able to have another healthy baby. Experiences shape people's morals, values and their responses to ethical issues. This may be a leading factor as to why the official teachings of the Catholic Church aren't that relevant in today's society than what they once were. I also spoke to Sarah Constello, another respondent of the survey, and her opinion on the issues follows a similar path. However, looks at what genetic engineering is doing nowadays in relation to the Catholic official teachings. Listen to what she has to say. The purpose of genetic modification in medicine is to save lives. Its use no way opposes the dignity of human life. Rather, it promotes the concept by potentially extending and improving the quality of life for patients. Furthermore, there is a limit to what genetic modification is capable of, all of which is part of the diversity of Earth, with many of the genetic modifications occurring in the natural world. Sarah raises a good point. Today, the use of genetic modification in modern medicine is to prolong the life of an individual. Even better, providing the quality of life for patients. The Catholic Church's official teachings state that all human life must be respected with dignity and without any suffering. So does this mean that genetic engineering should be acceptable if it is assisting in in medicating pain and suffering? With this said, I think it is evident that today's society, the relevance of the official teachings aren't as relevant in today's society as what they once were. So to sum up today's episode, we have leading theologian Stuart Squires here from the Crisis magazine to talk to us briefly about why the official teachings of the Catholic Church aren't relevant in the 21st century. So Stuart, when will the Catholic Church come into the 21st century? Well Ryan, as a Catholic theologian, I often hear this question posed by non-Catholics and Catholics alike. One of the most important questions facing the Church today 
it implies a set of issues that are known to all. Same-sex marriage, contraception, divorce, and as you've been talking about, human genetic engineering, for example, which Pope Benedict XVI has called the canon of issues. Because the teachings of the Catholic Church on these issues are at odds with the modern secular culture, non-Catholics and even many Catholics are left scratching their heads on and wonder why the Church doesn't finally come to the same conclusions that are so, that are so obvious to the secular worldview. The Catholic Church's official teachings need to acclimate to modern society, or the current official teachings will be, in the near future, of no use to any Catholic due to the rapid advancement of modern culture. Therefore, it can be said that a small portion of contemporary Catholics fully agree with the Church's teachings on human genetic modification, and the relevance of these teachings in the 21st century can be challenged. The Catholic Church is living in a time of the past, where the official teachings need to be changed in order to accommodate with the changing world that we are living in. Well, that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. You're listening to Contemporary Ethics here at the annual Catholic Today e-conference. See you next week.